Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk Michelle Obama's appearance on MasterChef, the 10 best vegan cities around the world, all with the vegan fat kid, Tim Moore. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. All right, you guys, I am back from vacation. So excited to be here at the Fit Club. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon with my lovely co-host, Shaka. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I love this Lauren Hill song. Right? <laughs> um, you guys can find me at Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And we are here with the vegan fat kid, Mr. Tim Moore. Where can they find you? They can find me at vegan fat kid. Uh, you can go to .com if you want. <laughs> and vegan fat kid anywhere else. <laughs> I would just like to say thank you so much. You are our first guest to ever bring us food. Yes. And although I gained five pounds on vacation, I will eat some vegan donuts because they don't count, right? Yeah, They're yeah. vegan. Well, I mean, I've You can't seen, get fat off of vegan donuts, I've can seen you? the Fit Club and, you know, you guys are rocking six packs and I had to bring one too. <laughs> six donuts. Nice. One, two, three. Okay, well, tell us. This is the fam over at Donut Friend in Highland Park and we have Six vegan donuts. We have bacon 182. We Ooh. have a Samoa, like the cookie. Mm. We got a custard front drive. We got a polar berry. This is a classic PB&J, which is a drive like jelly. <gasps> oh, wow. son. And we have a s'mores donut. S'mores. Oh my God. So okay. thanks to Donut Friend. Thank yes. you, Donut Friend. I will indulging. be eating yes. with no napkin during the show. Yeah, right. Which one should I eat? So many. I love coconut. I love bacon. So that's that's vegan bacon. Vegan bacon. Yeah. Coconut bacon. Is that coconut vegan? bacon? Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Hmm. Oh man, what do you what's your your You know right now they just veganized uh the Samoa, which okay. hadn't been vegan before. I was yeah. just I mean, thinking I'm that. All right, I'm yeah. going to do the Samoa yeah. just because I do love Girl Scout cookie Samoa. And you, you got to so. save me a bite of that one. What do we say? <laughs> cheers mate. We say cheers mate. Yeah, cheers right? mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I want some of that, yeah. that vegan bacon. Yeah. We're gonna like just eat yeah, pieces have to, like, and like. I need to taste a little bit of everything, right? And we'll be. Will you be joining us? Oh, I will absolutely be joining. Uh-huh. Nice. This is part of uh, you know my diet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it at some point. All right, uh, mm. we will start very wow. soon with uh, wow. uh, our stories. But let me first try this. This is why I say going vegan is so easy, guys. You don't have to give up anything. Like, right? Isn't it what they say? You know, you say, oh, we should go vegan, and everyone thinks like they're going to lose something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like, no. oh, man, l- let me show you what you gain. Like, I'll be eating cardboard the rest of my life. No, not mm. true. This is ridiculously good. I think my mom still thinks I eat salad. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> over there getting lost. I am so happy I didn't have that AfterBuzz popcorn today. Yeah. And I saved my calories yeah. for this. <laughs> you glad you came back from uh, vacation for this? Oh, it's worth it. I mean, might as well just go go ham. <laughs> you know, I'll go hard tomorrow, right? Man. What is this from again? Donut Friend. Thank so, you. <laughs> we got to talk a little bit about you and where you've been and mm-hmm. where you've done. So we, we have this story about these best vegan cities. Um, and you, strangely enough, have you ever been to Portland, Oregon? I have not, but people say that you look like you're from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, fun fact, fun fact. Are I am serious? from uh, New Zealand. Yeah. It's a little island on the bottom of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it rains a lot. And when I was watching a movie called The Ring, there yeah. was like a Kiwi actor. This guy mm-hmm. from New Zealand was in the movie. And it was raining a lot, and it was a lot of green. And I was like, wow, this is a New Zealand film. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. It's like you Portland, Oregon might be New Zealand of America. You have a connection. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So have you been to Berlin? I have not been to Berlin. You've got to take that New York City. I have been to New York City. How did you find the vegan option? So they, they ranked third on this list. I mean, I don't know who's putting together this list. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you, did you have trouble 
No, um, you know, I don't want to be biased just because we're in LA, but yeah. you know, we are in the vegan capital of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just you know, per capita, the number of vegan restaurants and and, and joints that you can get into. Um, but they got great stuff in New York as well. I, I love my New York people. Yeah, we got because we have Tel Aviv on the list, Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Wait, tell me we made the list. Did we make right. the list? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Taipei. Right. Um, yeah, LA was Detroit. right. After. Wow. Detroit, Detroit Michigan, at that one. Which was like, yeah. I didn't know anything was in Detroit, much less like you could find good vegan I, fare. I, you know, I gotta say, if you give me a ticket to any one of these places I'm looking at, I mean, I'm going to Taipei. Yeah. It sounds mad interesting. Toronto and Chennai, India, which you, you remember they have such a respect for animals um, mm-hmm. in India. So there is like a very mm-hmm. anti meat, you know, mm-hmm. um, thing going on there. So you haven't been in any of those cities? I have not. What do you do when you are trying to remain vegan in a city that's not very vegan friendly? You go into a restaurant with enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. You know, a restaurant... You build your own plate at yeah. the restaurant. And then, you, and then you understand how much... Uh, kind of voting power you have with your dollar and you encourage and invite and inspire these restaurants to add vegan options and you go like mate don't give me a bloody vegetable pl- plate I don't want a platter of your, you know mm-hmm. asparagus like you know let's get creative and, and you know most of them respond yeah I, I've never um, I guess had much interaction with uh, Kiwis until mm-hmm. my first gym job I went to What's that big, uh, it's like all the classes, a lot of the 24-hour fitness has them, the body. Oh, no. the body sculpt? Is no, 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 no. Like they do body pump and like all those you classes. Have Les Mills. Les, Les Mills. Mills. Yeah. So oh, Les Mills yeah. is from New Zealand. So I right. went to I this Les Mills like um, launch every, uh, every quarter. They launch new classes. So I went in New York City. My general manager had taken me. And we did all these classes, and there were so many Kiwis, and they were so enthusiastic, so ripped, and had the best accent. So being a New New Zealander yourself, were you guys very active out there? Because I heard that, like, everybody works out, like... Yeah, you know, we're, we're your lunchtime, at- <laughs> you go work out instead of eating. I was actually a fat kid, so I wasn't doing much working out. I actually hid in the music room. So you were a little fat kid at one point. I was, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not trying to be ironic. Okay. So <laughs> I am from South Falkland in New Zealand, and I went to a Samoan high school. And when we all hit puberty together, they became, you know, six foot three giants, <laughs> and I did not. So, you know, it was a hard time, especially in gym class, and it kind of stuck with me. And, uh, you know, the rest of my life is trying to deal with the fact that I never looked like my action figures growing up. Yeah. And, you know, if you're talking about the late 80s, early 90s, you're talking about, you know, Schwarzenegger and Stallone and all these guys being yeah. the, the, you know, the top dogs on, on uh, TV. And, you know, when you're a kid, that really hits you hard. And trying to be that when you're not is it you know sticks with you so as far as getting out and about we have a strong rugby culture Mm -hmm. so all the lads you know myself included you know you kind of have to play a bit of rugby um until yeah (laughs) you hide away in the music room and pick up a guitar and figure out like (laughs) i think this is my path of not getting pummeled (laughs) by a samonga but uh yeah mad love to everyone back at home Uh, you know I, i miss it I lived in Hawaii for a while, and let me tell you, those Samoans are huge. I remember a, a couple of Samoan girls wanted yeah. to fight me, and I was like, I'm good. I will just here take it, because they, they look like linebackers. They were well, eating good. I, I went to a boys' school. We didn't, I didn't even yeah. know any girls, and so we had a sister Samoan girls' school. Mm-hmm. And so trying to find a prom date that was uh, <laughs> not, you know, they were, the were taller than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were taller than me, I'll tell you that. Uh, love it. All right, so what, um, I guess what made you move? to the states since we know, you know that you went to you know you lived in New Zealand 
I think backstage you told me you actually went to a different country for a while. Yeah, I bounced around a little bit, and I always kind of imagined I wanted to be in America, and I came here in 2001, mm. and I fell in love with it. It, it is basically like it was on TV. <laughs> and, uh, you know, primetime TV anywhere in the world is American TV, so you kind of get influenced. And, you know, I came here, and especially California. Um, I actually flew, if you want a real quick, quick story, I flew basically from New Zealand to Chicago, and I spent three months in Chicago, and that was a great place. But I was in a bar one night. And I was 23 at the time, and the guy next to me said, mate, what are you... I'm paraphrasing, actually. He didn't say mate. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, mate... Chicago, what? mate. Yeah. He's like, mate, what are, you, what are you doing here? I go, oh, I'm just hanging out, mate. And he's like, oh, how old are you? I said, oh, I'm 23, bro. And he's like, oh, you want to be in L.A. or South Beach when you're 23 and come back to Chicago when you're 33. And, he, and you just listened. You said, you know yeah, what? Yeah, and then the next day I was on a plane to L.A. because I figured I didn't speak Spanish, so I wasn't going to Miami. <laughs> and I finally made it to Miami last, last year, and yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's my hometown. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. And uh, I came to L.A., and I arrived at about, you know, 2 in the morning at LAX, and I had 20 bucks cash on me. And a guy saw me and said, you know, where are you trying to get to? I said, mate, I got 20 bucks. He's like, I can take you to Venice Beach. I said, oh, I heard of that. <laughs> and I checked into a hostel there, and I woke up in the morning, walked out on the boardwalk, and I was like, what the hell is that's this? That's amazing. That's actually that's my first place I went to with Venice Beach, and I was the same oh, way. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, and I fell in love with it. You know, you yeah. got Muscle Beach right there and, and, and uh, all the stuff that my American dreams were it's made of. It's culture down there. It's mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, and yeah. I, I never left. And, um, I you know, it. I used to, those little trinket stands they have there. Yeah. Yeah, I used to set those up in the morning for five bucks. Oh, what? And I packed them down in the evening for five bucks. So I make 10 bucks a day. Mm. My mom is like going crazy. And uh, yeah, I'm working for 10 bucks a day and I, I uh, fix toilets and stuff in the hostel wow. for a couple of hours a day and, and there's my rent. And uh, living my American dream on ten dollars a day. What, what's that Miley song? You know, hopped on the plane LAX mm-hmm. with my dream and my cardigan. My <laughs> yeah, uh, that, my story that, was kind of similar. That's amazing. Very... Wait, was your story a Miley song? Because I, uh. like <laughs> I like to think my stories are. I like to think my story is a Jay Z song. Where it's like, I, like, I like to think it's more like you know when they tell you you can't do it, right? You're like, oh mate, like difficult takes a day, impossible yeah. takes a week. Right? Wait, so how that's kind of me. Mine's Beyonce yeah, song. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Shaka's rocking the Miley. That's cool because yeah. I love Miley as well. Yeah, yeah. She's all vegan. I love it. Wait, what? Did, so how long ago was this? That was 2001. And so it's just that idea of moving things from your want-to column to your have-to column. So, mm. you know, I don't have papers. And I, I'm, I'm like a new immigrant and I'm figuring things out. And I just had to do a lot of things I wouldn't have had to do if I was at home. Yeah. So Unfortunately I really, for you, Trump was not present. But anyway. <laughs> uh, 2001, man. There was a lot going on then, too. Yeah, oh, it, was true, a, right? it was a rough time. Yeah. <laughs> How so co- were you um, overweight when you came to this country? And... Being from a different country, coming here, were you surprised by, I guess, the obesity right here and all the different health issues that we have here? Yeah, well, let's tie it in with fitness a bit. Um, I came to America. I was probably, oh, man, I want to say I, got, I was up around 205 pounds. Um, wow. If you fellas watching at home, I'm about, I'm about 160 now. Wow. Um, so I was about 205, but I was lifting and stuff and, and trying to to get in shape and, and you know that hack where you're like oh mate I, I lift a bunch of weight and I I eat chicken and rice and chicken and rice and chicken and rice and chicken and rice and yeah I'm getting, getting big arms and big chest and big shoulders but I've I got a big gut as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's that and so mm-hmm. um, that kind of you know years later of trying to figure it out I actually uh, ended up in well you know to, to translate into my vegan journey I actually ended up needing a scan on my knee um, nothing serious, but I, I didn't have uh, health care. There was no, you know, Obamacare. And, <laughs> and I went to uh, county, and I sat in the waiting room. And 
I was sitting there for 12 hours with everyone else waiting. 12? Yeah, Jesus. it takes a minute. Yeah. And there's a lot of us you waiting. You have to be like bleeding out for them yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I went to the back of the line. I just need a scan. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, and all of us are sitting there waiting, and everyone was just smashing McDonald's and, and all this kind of fast food and the, and the vending machines. And I realized how many people ate themselves into that room, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, diabetes, and in getting back to what you oh, were saying. Oh, it hurts my heart. Yeah. You getting know? getting back I'm... to what you were saying about the, you know, kind of standard American diet and me not being a, well, me being a little naive, um, I was, I quickly realized I never want to be back in this room by something I did to myself. Yeah. So I went online and I started Googling stuff mm-hmm. until my phone ran out of batteries. <laughs> and I realized most of the additives and hormones and all the the garbage they pump into the meat. And I said, well, shit, better not eat that anymore. Wow. So I went vegan like the next day. Really? Yeah. Huh? Pretty much. What I, uh, it's so crazy. What I think is important is like that childhood fitness. And you said you were kind of a fat kid growing up. We just had Michelle Obama um, appear on MasterChef, MasterChef Junior. And what I loved about it is, so she basically says, here's a challenge. You guys have to make something crazy and creative out of what's in this box. And the box are fruits and veggies. And, of course, one kid was like, veggies are disgusting. I'm not having those. So he was quickly eliminated. But but they actually went through and did this. And the the winning kid got to go to the White House for a state dinner. And so, and now they're kind of rolling back some of the nutritional um, initiatives that Michelle Obama had placed in schools. Right now there's some lobbying to try to remove some of those initiatives and get back some of that unhealthy food. How did you think your the way your childhood nutrition um, set you up for your adulthood nutrition? Yeah, what did you eat in New Zealand well, as yeah, a child? We're, we're very much meat and potatoes. I think that mm-hmm. my mom would disagree because she fed it to me when I was a baby, but really in my, my kind of adult life, I probably had my first banana when I was 34. Uh, so I just yeah. wasn't hip to it, But, mate. like, yeah. you guys are called kiwis. You know? I, like, yeah, kiwi, kiwi fruit. Yeah, I know. I'm still not that great a uh, big fan of those. But it's really interesting that, you know, 100% of us learn to eat from our parents but not many of us learn to eat well mm-hmm. and, it, so and, and and we just inherit this um, kind of culture of eating and culture of health based on our environment you know and, and that's our family and, and our group of uh, people around us and I think the biggest part of the journey um, is really about the flow of information yeah. uh, you know if, if you remember back to when we were growing up and you wanted to learn something about nutrition or, you know, what, what you put in your body, I mean, you're going to go ask a doctor yeah. or you're going to go, you know, the guy knocks on your door selling you encyclopedias. Yeah, but now you And got now it. we got the internet, mate. Yeah. So it's this awesome kind of uh, freedom that we have to just look stuff up. And I don't know how you felt um, going vegan, but didn't you start questioning everything? Yeah, of course, because you just start to see all the things people are putting in food. And then and some vegan food's not as healthy as it could be. Yeah. So then you start to just look at the ingredient list and you hear what they do and what they cause, it's it's terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Michelle Obama and, and that kind of initiative and her losing the battle against the uh, big food companies and wanting to change foods in schools. So her counterpunch to that was, all right, if I can't fight Coca-Cola and I can't fight these kind of companies, I'll at least promote health and um, fitness Mm -hmm. so I want to keep these kids active and moving around which is a double-edged sword because it's good and bad but as everybody knows sitting at this table no matter what you do in the gym it's no competition for what you put on your plate yeah well I know uh, Michelle what she also did with the food companies like you said she couldn't get them fully to change but some of them got on board in, in the sense like McDonald's. Now they're chicken nuggets, no hormones. Yeah. So, 
not the greatest, but little changes. You know, they're not as much sugar and like yeah. yo play, the yogurt. So, I mean, it's not the exact, your face is like still yeah. not. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a tough one because, yeah. you know, you applaud progress, not perfection, all these catchphrases. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you want another catchphrase, it's like there's no clean way to eat dirty. Yeah. yeah. And, and these are kids and, and they don't really yeah. know better. So they, they're mm-hmm. getting what's presented to them, you know. Uh, but I to, to go back to what you just said. You so you the next day you go vegan. But how did you possibly do that? Because for me it took so long. I knew I had to have a plan because I wasn't even sure what it meant to go vegan. But like what was dairy? What was whey? You know, because mm-hmm. there's different derivatives I can't have now too that I need to know. Some wines are most wine is not vegan, which yeah, I didn't we, know. Which we just learned. Yeah, I was you like, know? Well, what are you talking about? Vegan wine? Is it mm-hmm. all wine vegan? So how did you go the next day, or did it take some time? That's kind of where vegan fat kid came in, where it's like. I didn't cook anyway. I mean, I pr- had a pretty, you know, basic diet, meat and potatoes kind of deal. So I really have to just replace two food groups, meat and <laughs> potatoes. And it turned out that potatoes, after Googling it, potatoes are vegan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know if you guys are hip to that. Yeah. That, that was an easy one. Um, I thought you were going to say they weren't. Fr- and French fries are as well. So that was great. Um, yeah. So I went to restaurants and being in L.A., getting back to your list, that's, you know, a little bit not favoring L.A. I don't know. Um, yeah. I would go to these uh, restaurants and I'd find vegan food and um, I would take photos of it and my mate was like, you know, she, she's like, oh, you should put the photos up on the Instagram because you got the world's worst memory. Uh, yeah. And that way you'll be able to figure out where you ate and these are like digital breadcrumbs. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll do that, Smart. mate. And then, you know, vegan fat could just kind of evolve from that. And I still use it to this day as my own, like, oh, where am I going to eat today? Yeah, and you kind of look at what yeah. you had. So how did you come up with the name vegan fat kid? Do you still look at yourself as a fat kid? Or I, do you mean like... Yeah, you're not a fat kid. Exactly, you're not at all. <laughs> I mean, sitting next to this guy. But uh, absolutely, um, you know, I still get changed with the lights off. I have a really poor kind of body image. Um, getting back to, you know, my G.I. Joe He-Man figures back in the day, I don't look like that, and so it always kind of bugged me. And, um, yeah, the other day I actually was leaving the bedroom, and I had to turn the light on to find something. And I was coming back in, and I caught my reflection in, in the mirror, and I literally put my hands up just so I wouldn't catch it. Really? You know, Even I find to this that, day. Yeah, I find that so <laughs> yeah. interesting because it wasn't until I did this show and I started realizing I just thought girls went through that. I oh, had no. no idea that guys went through mm-hmm. that. And then we talked about an article where um, the basketball player, what was his name? The one from Miami. We're not talking about John Sally being on. No, 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 no. <laughs> what was his name? Um, he's on the Miami Heat. He came out and... Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Wade. No longer on the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. sorry. Too I'm soon. sorry. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yeah. You know, he came out and said for many years he wouldn't take his shirt off. And then even yeah. going on vacation with my boyfriend, he did not want me to post any pictures with his shirt off. And he has... Abs. And I'm like, no, I'm posting. And he was like, no, no. And I'm like, I don't, I thought girls just went through that. No, I find, yeah. what were you reckon? I mean, I find ours is a little more closeted. Like, we just yeah, don't talk about we it. We can't talk about it because it seems like now he's more of a girl if he's talking about it. He's worrying about stuff he shouldn't be worrying about. Yeah. As a guy. So yeah. you almost get a little bit of a double sort of blow. Yeah, it's that. like, yeah. you know, the stigma guys don't cry. They shouldn't cry. Yeah. It's Walk like it you off. shouldn't yeah. be able to have, you know, insecurities about your body. It's just yeah. I try to be very, like I, I was trying to be very open about that, especially cuz I have a little bit of body dysmorphia, but I was always very proud of my body until I started competing. Oh, that's yeah. what I was just going to say. Yeah. You competed. So that's on a whole nother and level. What and what happens is you get really great shape and you're just like, "Oh, I love this. This is amazing." Yeah. And you just can't maintain quite that level yeah. of shape. 
And then two weeks later, you're just a little depressed at what you're looking mm-hmm. at. You're like, I hate my life. Well, I mean, do you agree that you know that that old adage of uh, you know you you need a certain level of self loathing to, <laughs> to to build great abs? Oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you if if everything's going great in your life and you know you, you're a pretty happy person, and if I gave you abs, you'd be equally as happy. Yeah, you're not going to put in the work yeah, that it takes to get work. that. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because I had to gain the weight for that show, yeah. and after losing all the weight, I saw myself at a a place that I've never been before, like huge. And I started slowly gaining weight, and I would look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I'm not that bad, because I'm not as big as before, but yeah. I'm definitely not where I used to be. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I got to get it together. I look at my body fat, okay, you are way over, so I'm in progress yeah. after these days. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. But that's why I went vegan, because I was like, I, I was trying to find a way to maintain very close to my competition shape, but be happy and healthy, and, yeah. and it just took time to tweak and tweak, and finally it was like, oh, wait, going vegan's the right way for me, yeah. and that, that's what helped. And how many weeks out are you? Like, if I say, "Hey, Shaka, we're doing a photo shoot," are, oh. you, are you like, "Oh yeah, I think I'm scheduled for the next two weeks"? Oh no, photo shoot day up. Uh, competition. Look at this yeah. day off. Competition. I, I might want two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's competition. I'd be like two or three days. And it, but that's what it took me. And then a moment there was like two weeks until I was ready. Then yeah. it was like one week until I was yeah. ready. And now it became this thing where I can keep up because of the the yeah. lifestyle and the diet. Uh. It took me six weeks to get. Punta Cana ready, okay? <laughs> Six weeks. <laughs> and now you're back. And now, and now I'm back, right? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, I guess, a correlation between diabetes and global warning, warming. Yeah. See so, that? She went deep with that. Right? <laughs> so scientists have been saying for many, many years um, that global warming, in fact, um, can affect public health. Yeah. And I didn't really know that. And they found that um, they studied between 1996 and 2009 that outdoor temperatures that increase one degree, 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit, there was a correlation of an increase of 4% um, in diabetes of people in the U.S. Which is significant. So when you're really thinking about the numbers, that breaks down to like hundreds of thousands. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Um, But basically one out of every three Americans will develop type 2 diabetes. And as global warming continues to occur, it's going to go up and up. Yeah, and there's so many theories about because it's like correlation, not necessarily causation. So there's a lot of theories about whether it's brown fat, which is like, Mm -hmm. so apparently brown fat is the fat that's... um, that's an abundance when it's colder, and that helps you burn for um, energy. And see, I would have thought the opposite. I lived in the cold. I shoveled the snow. I'm from Boston. Like, I see, for me, I would see the obesity rate much higher than what it is here in L.A., so I would assume diabetes would be more prevalent on the East Coast where there is snow. Here, we're sweating all the time. It's hot. We're more active. But I guess that's not the case. It's tricky, too. Like, uh, to what degree is the environment affecting diabetes or is diabetes affecting the environment? Because if, you know, if you're talking type 2 and we're talking about diets and the way we eat, uh, you know, it's, I, I, it sounds really bad, but it's like, you know, chicken and an egg thing. Yeah. Um, you know, what came first? You know, did we eat really poorly and factory farm and a lot of animal agriculture, as we know, that um, pollutes the planet a lot more than anything else? Yeah. Didn't even and, think and of that. They, they also found more carbon emissions from hospitals treating people with diabetes. So they don't know if it's that as well. And round we go. So it's an interesting correlation. But I used to do something on the East Coast. Um, not I don't get to do it often here. But I used to do shiver walks to stay in shape. Huh. So I would, like, go outside, shorts, 
light t-shirt, some gloves, and a hat, and I would just walk around with super, super cold to get the body to just help to jump up the metabolism so I'm burning a lot of fat. Essentially my own cryotherapy. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say, Before I knew what cryotherapy was. Um, and I got that from, what was it, uh, Tim Ferriss, reading The 4-Hour uh-huh, Body. Yep. And so I started doing super walks and even icing the neck and the traps to really raise the metabolism, the testosterone level. So I think that does have something to do with it from, for warding off diabetes. Well, I mean, he only works four hours a week, so <laughs> he's got time for that. <laughs> so, no, my little hacks. <laughs> let's talk about your work. Um, you are quite the social media celebrity. Um, early morning celebrity. Early morning. morning. Yeah, you got to be up early to hang out with I, this celebrity. I, I see his that. things, and I'm just like, I think he must have scheduled this. because wait, there's wait, no wait. Way. <laughs> wait, When you're watching that stuff, uh, when I'm running to the gym, yeah. uh, are you in bed eating croissants? Because a lot of people are. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. That's, what that's time the DMs do you go to I the get. gym in the morning? Uh, you know, I get up around 5, and I, I watch a bit of the news and, and drink a cup of coffee. That's my pre-workout, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. And I work out fasted, so I just run to the gym after that. Probably 6.30, I'm in there. What gym do you go to? We might be there at the same time. I might see you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm up that early. I'm in 24 gym. hour. You know, I am too. Which one? In Pasadena. Uh, Woodland Hills. I'm going to Super sh- Sport, the new I'm, one. Yeah, I'm going to shout out uh, Pasadena 24 hour right now. And if everyone could chip in and fix their AC. Oh. It was pre- it was pretty ripe this morning. I tell you that. Wait, Woodland Hills, twenty four hour. We need Wi Fi. I cannot get on my social. We don't have Wi Fi there. Do you have it yours? At yours? You know, uh, no, we don't. No. And we know yeah. that he's huh? causing diabetes, so guys, get on. Yeah, yeah. This goes back to our previous thing. But yeah, so I'm a, I'm up pretty early, um, and it's really been really fun. I get to share you know my daily routine with everybody, and um, so that consists of me getting up, drinking coffee, running to the gym, working out. And then you know a good breakfast is coming afterwards. Hey, wow, <laughs> wow, that's a tricky one because everyone says like, oh, then afterwards for breakfast you have uh, your veggie wraps, which is your raw salad. I said, nah, mate, that's still working out. Yeah, that's not my breakfast. <laughs> that's part of the the, the workout. And yeah. so what we're doing with that is we're building not only our um, nutrition, obviously, and getting the foods into us that we're going to need for the day, mm-hmm. but we're building some like discipline of like understanding that food is part of the exercise. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're kind of testing that part of yourself. I've heard as it well. that way. I like it. Yeah, and 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 it does build discipline in that where, you know, it's not reaching straight for your. Uh, I don't know what you had this morning, the bagel or something. Like, what have yeah. you guys were eating for I breakfast? I actually had coffee for breakfast. Yeah, I was so busy. Yeah. I did not eat breakfast. Oh, you're back today. in LA time now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the Dominican. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I had my vegan protein shake. I was like, we got to start it off yeah. hot today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, and it's trying to change your mindset and how you view your food and how you look at this stuff. And so my veggie wraps are really uh, instrumental in getting me started in the day. And then from there, everything else I eat is what you see on Vegan Facket. Okay. I do not have any food in my house right now. um, And I don't have any snacks. And that's part of me controlling what I eat. Um, so that if I really want to eat something, I gotta I, go put some shoes on and leave the I house. Do the I, do same thing. I do the same thing. That's, yeah. funny. That's my big trick is I'm not gonna buy anything um, negative or unhealthy for the house unless mm-hmm. I'm, it's a single serving and I have to go out and get it. Yeah, yeah. No, there's all these little hacks. You know, everyone yeah. comes up with a little routine that that works for them. And, and you avoid processed foods. I read as well. Well, you know, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like, and I'm talking to uh, the fam over at Vistro right now, who are going to hook me up with some uh, meal prep stuff um, based around their protein line. You can hook uh, it up too, Fit Club. Yeah, well, shout out. I'm going to bring some in instead of donuts next time. It's going to be a bunch right. of burritos from Vistro. <laughs> Thanks, Vistro. I love you guys. Um, yeah. And you know, we're talking about that, and you know, the direction of 
and not to get too too deep, we're talking fitness and, and all this good stuff, but, you know, you go vegan for yourself maybe, but you stay vegan for the animals. Yeah. And so, you know, that's been my journey as, as well. And I love Vegan Facket and what I do there. And the space enables me to show you amazing uh, vegan food and how easy it is to be vegan, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah. You can go out and get any dish that you see on my on my site because it's at a restaurant. You can't go to my house. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, uh, am I as concerned about being same day of abs like you are? Yeah. Not as much because I feel like I'm I'm giving far more back to, you know, the animals and I'm able to raise a little money for the animals and all this kind of good stuff. So I realized in my journey of kind of self-loathing, if you will, mm-hmm. with my body dysmorphia, I realized that, you know, my, my mission isn't to produce the best body ever. Yeah. Is to produce the best life ever, mm. and a physique is just part of that. Yeah. And so you know, if I'm able to eat donuts and maintain, like you know, I'm kind of give me a photo shoot in two weeks. <laughs> nice. That, that feel right. That was that was the fun part about going vegan for me. I, I did it purely just like the look of the body, and then my personal. I want to be healthy, so it was all selfish. It was no um, altruistic motive. But I started watching all these vegan documentaries. I was like, wait, I'm saving the planet. Like I'm helping animals, and we're saving water, and it's World Water Day today. So yeah, I was doing good things, and I like that part about going vegan is that you're actually doing something positive for the world and other people. Yeah, I mean, we spend so much time, especially in our in our younger days, being a little selfish, um, and so to live a life of uh, service. Yeah. is really the most gratifying thing of all, you know. Mm-hmm. There's that shift mm-hmm. from when you're five years old and you want a Christmas present to when you're 10 years old and you want to give a Christmas present, Yeah, you know. So it's kind of like that. We move away from that me, me, me. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I love your shirt. It says, I don't know if you guys can see it, it says hashtag vegan AF as <laughs> Are we not allowed to curse on this show? We can. We can curse. I don't know why. I'm just trying not to. I, like, why I don't know why. <laughs> Where did you come up? Because this is your shirt. Yeah. Correct? So what what happened was I had an opportunity um, that was given to me by my followers as far as uh, building this community um, and a platform that I can now speak on stuff and do some stuff. And I'm like, oh, what a great opportunity that I can now raise money to give back, like what we we're just talking about. So. Um, I teamed up with Vegetarian and she was kind enough to create these shirts for me and we give the money to Mercy for Animals. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, so, you know, I don't make any money from this stuff. It's just a way that I can use my platform for something about that, you know, that's not myself. Yeah. Which is kind of the point, you know. It's not – I always say to people, I'm like, look, man, social media, it can be as deep and meaningful as you want it to be yeah. or as shallow and Kardashian as mm-hmm. you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, really, it's really up to you, man. Yeah, it yeah. is. So hopefully we're building these communities that we inspire and motivate, motivate each other, you know? Absolutely. That's awesome. All right, you guys are inspiring me. I need to just pick a date. You've been talking about I'm inspiring you right now. <laughs> exactly, oh, I know. Yeah. I need to just... I think now is the time. I went on my vacation. Things anything, are like, yeah. I, I know. I need Come on, to you're just... the Dominican. What are you eating? Just like papaya <laughs> all day? And like... No, I'll tell you. I had the best lobster ever. <laughs> like that thing was so, like you could tell there was no hormones. They literally plucked it out of the ocean. But I got it out yeah, of my you system. Lost us. <laughs> you lost us. <laughs> but I got it out of my system. I'm back in LA. At least, yeah, you had the 22 day challenge you were yeah, really trying to do. Yeah, all right, you guys, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. You got, right, if next. you can have a donut like this every day, right, there's yeah, no I'm, need. I'm there's good. no reason not to be trying. This is what yeah. I tell people. Yeah. This is what I tell people. Um, you know, if, if you want to, if I say go vegan for a week, you'll do it because you know, yeah, a week I can yeah. last a week exactly. Yeah. 
But for a lifetime, I say veganize that dish you have an emotional connection to. So yeah. whatever your grandma made or your mom made mm-hmm. or whatever that thing is that you feel like, oh, man, I would never want to not eat that again. Mm-hmm. Veganize that one first. If you okay. can nail that one. Mm, which one is that? I'm sure so you can. Easier. Yeah, you're, you're, you're good. Because the rest yeah. of it is just food then. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've had, like, cauliflower buffalo wings. Amazing. Is that what grandma made? No, like, but that's wings. what I like. you gotta find, you got to find that thing <laughs> that you that have thing? that emotional connection mm. to. I think for you, it was what cereal I read, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm a cereal killer, man. Wait, cereal I, I don't not keep, vegan? No, but... Well, not all of them. Not all I of them, for that. sure, yeah. But I would smash people like, yeah, man, I just knocked out, like, four bowls of cereal. I'm like, bro, I just did four boxes <laughs> in a sitting. <laughs> and I am, no joke, all jokes aside, I am about... Five months now clean of no cereal, and I feel really good about it. Like it's an addiction. It's no, it is, man. It is. Yeah. That was no Thank joke. Thank you for sharing, Tim. How do you think I ended up, you know, chubby little bastard back in New Zealand? Like, you know, this is how. Well, I got to ask you the number one question. I get this question all the time. Where do you get your protein from? Man. Wow. You know what? I'm always happy to do the ABCs of veganism. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah, great question, especially with, with guys. That's a number one question I yeah. get. How do you get protein? There's no way you're getting protein. Yeah. yeah, first of all, understanding that the biggest animals in the world eat plants. Yeah. So clearly there's enough protein in plants. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people ask me, like, yeah, but what about your protein intake? I say, like, just think about overall calories. Yeah. And literally... Uh, you know, we're trained to think of the protein first on our plate, and we build a salad around it, or you know, vegetables around it. Just get that out of your mind. You don't, you don't, you know, have to think that way. Yeah. And so I'm just literally eating everything you see on Vegan Fatkid, and in the morning um, after my workout, my veggie wraps is just you know broccoli and cauliflower and all this good stuff. Yeah. So I don't even think about it. And I know that's like really yeah. like it's a bit of a cop out answer, but. I really don't think about where do I get my protein Because there's from. so many sources. Like There's protein in vegetables. People just don't know that. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you love to eat like I love to eat, I don't yeah. know if you're a big eater, but yeah. you know it just means that there's not as many calories in my uh, protein source, so I have to eat a whole bunch more, and I love to eat, so eating That's more great. is a win-win <laughs> for me. So what is your go-to when it comes to having a flavorful dish? Because I think a lot of people think, well... You know, if it doesn't have any meat, it's probably not that flavorful. So what uh, spices, well, I mean, you know, herbs yeah. do you Let's use? dispel a few myths right now. Yeah. The first thing you do when you get a piece of meat is you uh, flavor it with with plants. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. You, know Sometimes I mean? you soak it in overnight mm-hmm. to make it really well, good. I know, plants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know for me, though, I think, like, uh, especially in the Dominican culture, we'll use a lot of, like, sausages or like salty type of meats to flavor other foods so we might not salt the meat as much or uh you know put seasoning as much on it because when you drop that into you know we put salchicha in our rice and beans just to make yeah, it you more guys salty. Yeah, you're waking up eating yeah. like chicharrón. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. trust me, I've been there, done that. So what what herbs? I'll tell I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I challenge everyone out there. Fourteen day challenge. Um. Eat a plant-based diet for 14 days, uh, not a processed one. You know, you don't have to hit, hit a bunch of junk food. And understand how addicted you are to sugar, salts, and fats. Mm-hmm. And then once you kind of knock that out, and I think 10 to 14 days is a good way to break that addiction. Mm-hmm. And then when you eat those vegetables, the flavor uh, comes to life again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you I know, agree. Because you, your taste buds are so dulled mm-hmm. by the sugar, salts, and fats you've been eating mm-hmm. in that heavy meat diet that you don't even know how good raw broccoli taste yeah. until yeah, you get off that sugar, salt, and fat. So for me, it's kind of that. Um, you know, I really enjoy my my favorite. I got off the plane 
uh, in Chicago, like I mentioned, you know, I walked in to get something to eat my first stop, and I was like, can I get a, a quesadilla with no jalapenos? And uh, they thought I was insane. <laughs> and uh, I fell in love with Mexican food. So, you know, spices and, and sauces and hot sauces and, mm-hmm. you know, sauces and all this stuff is, you know. So you've been, have you been to Gracias Madre here? I have. I've been everywhere more than once. <laughs> you Vegan Mexican, so good. Yeah, yeah. But that's like a fusion, but we have some really, really amazing stuff. I hope everyone's coming out to a Vegan Street Fair this Sunday. This Sunday? This Sunday. There'll be, okay. uh, we're <laughs> shutting down a bunch of streets. Um, Jessica and Vegan Street Street. Street Fair shutting down a bunch of streets in North Hollywood by the Federal Bar. Oh, okay. And there should be about 20,000 of us, and we're going to be out there smashing a bunch of food into our mouth. I miss this. Like, I, was it, is it like every few months, six months or something? No, like we that? do it once a year, oh, and okay. then uh, I do vegan street fair nights with uh, Jess as well. Oh, okay. um, and we'll be doing our second one in September. Is it September? Yeah, I think it's September, yeah. So if you're new or exploring North Hollywood, when is come it? Come out. This weekend, this yeah, Sunday. Yeah, this uh, Sunday. So awesome. come out, was it the 26th? Yeah, the 26th. I think so, yeah. Uh, 11 a.m. And it's free to get in. You just rock up and there'll be about 60 food vendors. Ooh. Everyone's serving vegan food 100%. That's awesome. And there are little bite-sized pieces that you can go and try things and and uh, open your mind, man. You know, you might find something you like. That's what amazing. is your favorite food that you like that's vegan? What is your I, go-to? I will say yeah. this. We have five of the most exciting taco vendors oh, that yes. are going to be at Street Fair. Oh. I think I'm going to five. Tacos. We definitely have um, the Plant Food for People fam will be out there doing jackfruit tacos. Love jackfruit we we tacos. have um, Vegan Taqueria with Raul and them. They're going to be doing some street tacos as well as uh, Santa Vegan will be doing street tacos. So if you are a taco fan, I yes. Who this, isn't a taco fan this, in LA, right? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think you hidden that list you had with uh, taco spots. I don't think Taipei is going to be hitting up the taco challenge. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so tacos. Yeah, I would, I would head straight for that. And then, of course, Donut Friend will be there. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, there's going to be some stuff that you can only get on Sunday. I know the vendors mm. are pulling out all the stops to create some things that you can't get anywhere else. That's awesome. And I'll be there. You guys come up and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, Shaka, do you have anything left before we have to wrap up? Yeah, we have to wrap up. I'm just so thankful you were able to make it in. Like, this is amazing. And, guys, you have to look at his Instagram. His Instagram is, like, full of just mouth-watering food. If you yeah. ever thought you couldn't you go will vegan, gain weight. Yeah. He, he will yeah. let just, you know you can. Just looking. Yeah. You'll, uh, well, you'll... I, I didn't get a chance to ask. Uh, what did you train this morning? I did abs this morning and then everything else. I like to do lightweight, um, full-body, heavy reps. All right, all right. What yeah, I got you everything. Yeah. What about me? Oh, well, no, I figured you were on vacation. And then you <laughs> no, but I, I literally woke up and ran like four miles. Just, oh, did you? I, oh. I had to. I was like 6 a.m. We talked about this. We oh, wake up yeah. every morning at 5, 6 a.m. at the gym. Just like. Funny that you say that five miles is my go-to run if I've really shit the bed the day before. Yeah. If, I, if I've just been on vacation, yeah. I'll run that five miles and that's my that's my thing. After a little bit of fasting, hit yeah. the five miles. Yeah, and I then. fasted, yeah. Can, can we just give a little shout-out to everyone that ran the LA mar- Marathon? Yes, I'm not, not me. there yet. Yeah, no, not, not for uh, a minute. Yeah. I'm trying I to get there. I don't think I'll ever be <laughs> yeah. there. Maybe next year. Yeah. Shin splints, bad knees. And when I, if I ever do it, it'll be cold. I'll be like, <laughs> let's just see how yeah. far I go. Just, yeah, he's going to be out there shirtless. <laughs> Right. In an ice bath. <laughs> and he's like, I read this somewhere. Me and Tim Ferriss. Tim, Tim will be here in a minute. <laughs> All right. Where can they find you online? And do you correspond? With- I do. Shoot yeah. me a DM um, or just hit me up on uh, Vegan Facket on Instagram. And I have that same handle across everything. So, you know, Twitter and, and all that good stuff. But, yeah, definitely Instagram is where I kind of spend my time. Snapchat. And- 
I don't snap. Periscope? I don't, <gasps> no, I don't Snapchat. Don't snap. Periscope? S- uh, I don't Periscope either. I do Insta Story. All yeah, my workouts story. are on Insta Story. I do it every day. Um, Snapchat scares me. Can we yeah, do, can I was we, scared too. I just got yeah. on like two months ago, but now I snap everything. Can we see you live <laughs> anywhere? Do you do Instagram Live or Facebook Live? Oh, I may be doing Instagram Live tomorrow. Oh. My first one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea either. So like, I don't know. For some reason, I'm always I like feel skittish. weird. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not there yet. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll watch yours for inspiration. Yeah. So tomorrow, oh, yeah, guys. Great. Great. <laughs> great. I'm, I'm accountable I'm now. I'm the tester. Great. That's, that's <laughs> and then again, if you guys want to meet him, he'll be at uh, the vegan street fair. Yeah. Street fair Sunday. On Sunday. Sunday. You guys can find me same place every Wednesday here on Fit Club or at FitWithFallon.com or at Fit with Fallon on social media. You guys can find me at Shaga Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And I'm taking these home. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate you guys much. Uh, all right, you guys. We'll see you next week. Okay, Take bye, care. guys. Thank you, Donut Friend. <laughs> Executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.